hello and welcome to this week's episode. Uh, Tech Takeaways giving you key takeaways around key technology challenges. Uh, so today we're going to be uh, discussing an important topic around cyber resiliency. So looking at it from a technical but business perspective as well. And now this is something that we've seen uh, quite quite a lot recently. Uh, I had quite a number of conversations within our customer base around it. Uh, so uh, Paul, I'd like to come to you first, if that's okay. Um, uh, I'd like to uh, just spend a couple of minutes just explaining what it is that we mean by cyber resiliency. Yeah, thanks, Chase. And uh, I mean, first comment is, um, because I only come for the bite-sized chunks. In your intro, you didn't say bite-sized chunks. Sorry, we're mixing it up this yeah, week. That's, yeah, that's just, just change it. It's thrown me completely. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a great question, though, because, um, I mean, we were we were kind of having the conversation before we came here to record um, at the, the wonderful Liverpool Podcast Studios um, that we I, I get a discount for saying that, apparently. Um, but, you know, we, we were talking about, well, how is this different from resilience? You know, and I think that's a really good question. Yeah. And, you know, and I think one mm. of the things that, it's important for businesses to understand is that, you know, we, we've spoke to lots and lots of organisations in, in our time around resilience planning, around business continuity planning. And lots of that continuity planning is based around the idea of terrible things happening. So, you know, we have a fire, we have a flood in a data centre. Heck, we've had a, had a call this week, haven't we, where somebody talked about their data centre <laughs> has some kind of horrible incident at least once every two years, which feels way too much for yeah, me. Um, you know, but, but the cyber threat is... So common that actually the the chance of us having a business impacting event is far more likely to be caused by a cyber incident. Whether that's a you know and again contractually obliged to use the phrase ransomware, you know, but whether that's a ransomware attack, whether that's some kind of data loss, identity breach, you know, that 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 idea of a cyber security incident impacting our systems is is far more likely than many of the kind of the big disasters that businesses have traditionally planned for. So cyber resilience is, it's not different from business resilience. I would say it's a subset of business resilience, but it's focused specifically on the cybersecurity threat and, and businesses having plans to deal with specific cyber security incidents. Yeah. So so how, how, how do you plan for that? Because, you know, I look at the outgoings, we've got endpoint protection, we've got various security um, software, subscriptions with various different companies how do you how do you plan so that's a great question actually and, and and the reason that's such a good question is because that's part of why we're seeing cyber resilience becoming a more regular topic of conversation because i think for a long time as organizations we've been concerned with cybersecurity so how do we stop bad things happening how do we protect how do we mitigate against risk but the reality for most organizations if not all the reality is that we can only mitigate so far and what we're really looking for is what happens when everything else goes wrong. When all else fails, what are the things that we, we do to try and address that? And that's what cyber resilience planning is, is about in, in essence, is understanding we identify what's gone wrong and then how do we recover? You know, so so we, we could talk a little bit more as we go on about maybe some of the steps that you should take. But but in essence, you know, I say that's a it, it's a really good question because cybersecurity is one thing, but cyber resilience planning is that when all of those security efforts have gone wrong. You know, the user has still clicked on a link that has downloaded a piece of malware into the organisation. How do we recover from that? Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. I mean, we've we've sp we've covered on a previous episode. Personally, I don't think enough organisations worry about what happens when someone gets into the environment. So, obviously, we put up all these protections about keeping 
the bad actors out of the network and there's not enough thought and planning put into, well, what happens when someone gets in? Not if someone gets in, when someone gets in, what is it that we need to do? And that, and that, that forms who is involved in the incident response, what they're actually going to do, so what is their role in the incident response and how do we actively recover from it? Okay, so we're talking about responding to breaches, attacks, and the recovery. So what advice would you give to people? What, what does a plan look like? So, so I think so, uh, there's, whenever you're doing any kind of planning like this, there's, there's, there's a part of understanding the basics first. So, so one of the things that you want to be doing is understanding where the risk lies. So it, it's, yeah. a, it's a little bit about doing some risk assessments. So you, you're looking at kind of key systems, what key systems could be impacted, and then what does impact look like? So, you know, if you've got a, I don't know, you've got your manufacturer, main manufacturing system, and that main manufacturing system because of a cyber incident is no longer available, what's the impact of that on a business? And this is no different actually from general IT-based resilience planning. If those systems are no longer available, what does a company organisation okay. need to do about this? And, and you ask all the same questions as well, you know, how long can I afford for this to be down before it's it's not sustainable? And if I need to recover from it, how much data am I prepared to lose in that recovery? So, you know, it's kind of old thing about recovery time objectives, recovery point objectives. These things don't change because of cyber incidents, but but understanding the cybersecurity threat specifically. So again, you know, let's talk about ransomware. We have a ransomware attack. It it goes it goes in, encrypts a whole bunch of our data. Maybe we lose some data as well because they, you know, that's that's what the modern ransomware attack looks like. Yeah. How do we recover? You know, what 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 are the steps that we need to go through? Who do we need to call upon to help us to do that? So, have we got an instant response team? Is that an internal instant response team? Is that an external instant response team? Do we have access to cyber insurance to help pay to to deal with the problem? You know, so so these are the kind of things that you you start to to think about. So, you know, they're, they're, that's your starting point. Where, where's the problem? If I get those kind of systems impacted, what's the wider impact on a business? And actually, what do we do about that? You know, how do we communicate that to our staff, to our suppliers, to our partners, to our customers? You know, how do we make sure we, we do that? If we've had a data loss incident, who do we need to tell? Do we need to report it to a regulatory authority? So these are the things that you should know within a plan. You know, and these are the things that stop businesses recovering more quickly from cyber incidents, because what, what will tend to happen is that they maybe don't have these plans specific around cyber. And then when an incident happens, it's everybody's heads on fire and they're all just running around shouting at each other. And, and at some point we'll hopefully get, get to recover, but maybe could have recovered more effectively, could have recovered more quickly. Okay. Okay. So I, I, I naturally think of disaster recovery planning. This is similar, but it's, yeah. it's taken the cyber view of, you know, the impact that we can have. We, we were talking before as well about employee awareness and how that can contribute you know, what could we do from that perspective to educate employees? Yeah, I mean, uh, employees are sometimes viewed as the um, first line of threat. You know, our employees are going to click on a link. You know, we're, we're nervous about that as an organisation. You know, are they going to click on a link? Is that going to open us up to a cyber attack? But employees are also the first line of defence. And we, we they need to be aware, you know, oh, this look, this doesn't quite look right. You know, I'm not expecting an Amazon package today. Why would Amazon be emailing me about a package I've not ordered? Maybe stay away from that. So user education piece is is the human firewall elements. You know, there's, there's something coming in. We, we can put up technical controls to filter out suspicious emails, um, 
to prevent those kind of attacks coming in. But the, there's so many of them, you know, you're never going to stop 100%. Um, you know, the odd one could get through. And if employees are skilled up and educated to be able to spot them, you know, kind of attempts, they're, they're the first line of defence once it gets past the technical controls. So, so just to, maybe something to add to that as well in terms of kind of training and, you know, and it's, and it's not just about, Jay's absolutely right in everything you said there, you know, make, making sure that our our people, our teams of people are aware of the cybersecurity threat, not actually not just from a business point of view, yeah. but from a personal point of view as well, because, you know, the cybersecurity threat impacts us all, all of the time, you know, and and we can maybe talk about this on a future episode, but the idea that I am compromised personally has the ability to impact my business going going forward. You know, and I, I mean, I was talking to somebody this week about, again, totally separate topic almost, but about the threats posed by phishing attacks on mobile devices. Yeah. And that that is almost 80% of the phishing attacks today target mobiles because mobiles tend to be less secure and less more difficult to... For, for users to kind of protect themselves, much easier to click on something on mm. a mobile. Um, but anyway, we're not here to talk about that. You know, so, so in terms of that kind of training thing, you know, we talked about maybe steps you should take, and perhaps if we wanted to give people some takeaways from this, you know, assess the problem, understand the risk as it is today, and understand the impact of a cybersecurity attack. Then start to define your plans about, well, how do I recover from that? Which systems need to be recovered first? Where do I make get my data backup? So we can talk. We can talk for hours about how you architect your data backup solution to make sure that it's not impacted by cyber attack. One thing that's really important in all this is to practice these things. So it's to train your team to understand that in the event of a, you know, a cyber instance, that your cyber resilience plan is in place in the event of that plan. But you know, is is to test that plan regularly. And the way you do that is you bring teams of people together to say, right, so we've had an attack. So you know, the tabletop exercise people call them we've had an attack, you work through a tabletop exercise that says, how is it that we deal with this? And then you debrief and then you you learn again. But you don't just practice these things once. And you know, and it's important to realise the time to practice this stuff is not the day that you have a cyber incident. <laughs> that, yeah. That's not the day to learn. So, you know, I think if there was three things I'd, I'd, I'd give people to take away from this, one is assess the risk, understand what the risk looks like, build your plan, and then test your plan until you're sick of testing your plan. Excellent. Good advice. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for, for me, cyber resiliency takes a slightly different form to resiliency from a technical perspective. Yeah. You know, when we look at dual power supplies and servers, and, and, and I'm sure we'll cover this in a future episode. Um, but when we look at the resiliency of a, an IT infrastructure, it's quite easy to see when things have gone astray. You know, so power supply goes down, we get an alert about that from the server to say, I'm running on one power supply or it could be a network switch goes offline. We can see that because there's monitoring systems in place. Cyber attacks are always quite hard to see what's actually going on. So if we're not monitoring in the correct areas, it's it, it can often be almost guesswork in, in some cases to say, are we under attack? There's something not quite right, but everything looks normal. What's going on? So, so monitoring is quite an important piece within that to say, not just we have a plan, you know, as Paul's covered, it's very important that you have a plan before you need a plan. Um, but recognising the key triggers to invoking that plan. Um, I mean, resiliency for me, and cyber resiliency takes takes this this form. Um, I, for me, it's about maintaining operations despite outside influence. And a great example of this is the Terminator. So if we look like the Terminator, <laughs> so he, he gets set on fire. He keeps going. He's resilient to that. He gets shot. He keeps going. 
he gets blown up, he keeps going. And at the end of Terminator 2, for anyone that's not seen the film, it, it was in 85. There's spoiler no spoilers. Alert. Yeah, yeah, spoiler spoiler alert. Spoilers. At the end of the film, it looks like he's, he's, he's offline. And, and, and for a split second he is, but he quickly resumes operations and gets back to his normal operations. And, and, that, and that kind of summarises, I think that's quite, quite a, a nice analogy to say, okay, if you're offline, how do we make sure that we get off online and operational as quickly as possible? And having that plan and that monitor in place really helps with that. You were determined to get your Terminator. Yeah, and I think just just a quick note, James Cameron, if you're watching, we've already got that idea copyrighted. So Terminator, the day of the cyber resilience plan, that's ours. It's a blockbuster. (laughs) certainly is. (laughs) So we hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Uh, We're available everywhere you can find uh, podcasts. So we're on uh, Apple Podcasts. We're on YouTube at podcast.gardenersystems.co.uk. If you take a look there, you can see all the episodes. So uh, uh, new episodes weekly dropping on Tuesdays. Thank you.